Hello and welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And this week we talk about an upcoming Lilo and Stitch live action movie. A Disneyland After Dark events. And we talk about Disneyland vs. Disney World, Lands Edition. Let's dive in. This is episode number 71, and very excited to jump into this one. It's going to be a fun episode. It's always good when we talk Disney World and Disneyland, a little spoiler there. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they're going to see the title of it, so yeah. I think they already know, but it is always fun, kind of, uh, it's not always a fair comparison, that's why I have a hard time comparing the two, but it makes for a fun conversation. Yeah, and it's always fun to see or hear people's opinions because it's so different. Yeah. So I guess. And I think it changes like every visit. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I'm excited to dive into that. Yeah, it'll be good. But in the meantime, we've been so busy. Because we're moving. Yeah. So, I'm so excited. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's a little stressful. Can't you tell Caleb's so excited I'm right so now? I'm so pumped. So, yeah, it's been a lot of prep work, which is, you know, buying moving supplies and, you know, getting furniture and all that good stuff. So, it's a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, we're managing. We're, we're getting it done. So yeah, in the next few weeks, we'll be moving out of our current place, uh, all the same town and everything, but um, yeah, in, a, in a, I think a better spot. So yeah. it'll be good. I'm so excited. But quick note on that. I cannot believe how expensive cardboard boxes are. I think everything's expensive. I now. just can't. Yeah, we spent nearly $200 in moving supplies at Lowe's. Which is, I mean, again, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's probably not even all the things we need. It's well, yeah. tape. It's... Uh, like it's wrap for wrapping like dishes things. and stuff. It's yeah. crazy. A mattress uh, cover thing. Which again, again, you could probably get by without some of that. But my biggest thing is the boxes because what, what are you going to do? Like build a fort and keep it up with no. like all year? <laughs> yeah. And like I remember <laughs> when we away. moved into our current place, I was like, I'm going to keep these boxes for the next move. And uh, we have a lot. We have a lot of bugs out here. Mm-hmm. And so I remember looking online and someone was like, do not leave cardboard boxes in your garage like certain bugs love them and i was like oh shoot so i had to throw them yeah, all away which we did and there was already bugs living in them yes so we threw those away we got new ones but after all that it's a stressful time but we're so excited to be moving so yes so yeah that's been going on so that that is our current life right now it's boxes and furniture hunting so that's all been fun uh but hey before we dive into the fun stuff the disney stuff uh please consider leaving a review on apple podcast and spotify giant help to the show and we appreciate everyone that's done so already. And then uh, if you take the time to do that, we'd be forever grateful. Yes. And if it's a written review, we will read it on the podcast. And also, please leave a five-star review if you feel so inclined. Yeah, a little rating thing. So if you honestly just click the five stars. And, right below. I mean, that it takes three seconds. You can you do that. It. Or you can take a couple minutes and write something. Either way. <laughs> We're very appreciative. Uh, also, you can support the show by using our Getaway Today link, which is in the episode details, uh, to book your next Disney vacation. You will save money using Getaway Today, but you can also save a little more money using our code, uh, MarketHouse10, save you $10 on your next Southern California vacation package. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it without saying I usually say vacation package. Well, you know, that's right. Yeah. I usually say something weird. You always do it fine. All right, guys, let's dive into that news. All 
right, first up, we have some super exciting news. Disney is currently working on a live action for Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, so a little remake going on for Lilo and Stitch. Again, live action in kind of quotes there, like, you know, because, of course, Stitch is going to be CGI. And like I think half the cast is going to be CGI, except for Lilo and, is it Nana? I think so. That's such an odd name. I think that's the name of the the, the, the sister. sister. Yeah. Oh. That's what the article said. I don't okay. know. Take um, the, take it up with variety if you. Yeah, uh, but you I, I do have to tell you, like this really excites me. I know a lot of people don't really care for Lilo and Stitch. I'm not entirely sure why. I love it. But I know multiple people who really? think it's the weirdest movie. Even you, you. I mean, it's not my favorite. I don't know if I like actively dislike <laughs> it. You're like really, and you're like I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real. Oh, you don't say. I don't like it. Uh, no, it's like not my favorite Disney movie, but I watch it. I love it, and I love the Hawaiian roller coaster ride. The song, it's just so good. It's a good soundtrack. Uh, but they have casted their first big star for the show that we know of, and that's Zach Galifianakis. I love Zach Galifianakis. He's hilarious. I like him too. But that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a comedic character, right? Yeah. And so we don't know if he's going to be... Uh, some people think it's the Jumba Jukiba. Mm-hmm. Is that Jukiba. his name? Mm-hmm. Is that doc- the doctor, right, that created Stitch? Yeah. Uh, or oh, I don't know. Pleakley. Or is it the guy that is trying to... I haven't seen it in so long. No, no, no. It's not the bad guy. Oh, okay. No. All right. So anyways, he's he's been cast. No one really knows what the character is going to be. Uh, those are the two guesses that we've seen kind of around the internet. Uh, but again, Lilo and I think it's Nana. I don't know. I might be wrong. Nana? Nana. Is it Nana? It might be Nana. It might be pronounced Nana. Yeah. Uh, they have not been cast yet. So they're out there searching for those actors. Yeah. So I'm curious to see who they'll pick. Yeah. And it's something to look out for. As of right now, it's going to be a straight release to Disney Plus. Not to the ears, which is, I don't, I'm kind of bummed. I don't know. Maybe they just think it won't do very well. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just they pick and choose kind of like, so a theatrical release, I think, has a bigger budget. XYZ, right? Um, I think and you have to put more marketing spend on it, right? Because it's just a lot more money to get it out there. Distribution costs are very expensive. And so they might just say, hey, it's going to be safer on uh, Disney Plus and we can spend a little less on it. Yeah. It'll be like a little lo- lower expectations. But I'm surprised because Iger is a big theater guy. He loves the theater. And so I'm surprised they're moving forward with uh, Disney Plus only. Hey, I'm totally here for it. We love watching movies at home. So yeah. I'm ready. Cool. Uh, Lilo and Stitch coming soon. All right. And then for our final news segment this week, we have some After Dark events coming to Disneyland. Yes. So uh, we've got a familiar favorite, Princess Night, returning March 7th and 9th. Tickets start at $129 for that event. And it's more of the same. I think it's meet and greets with the princesses. Uh, You get early. I think all of these events, you get early admission to the parks uh, 6 Mm p.m. So you can walk into Disneyland at 6 and stay, uh, I think, until midnight. Is that what that looks like? Okay. And uh, again, includes, it's the usual Disney After Dark event. It's, uh, again, meet and greets. It's food. Photo ops. Photo ops. Uh, I think you get a little keepsake for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of all the same. Uh, Next up, you've got Throwback Night, April 18th and 20th. This is newer, right? Mm -hmm. So this is $129 for the first date, that 18th, and then $145 for the 20th. That's pricey. Let me tell you what is included. So again, early admission, like we talked about, Fantasy in the Sky fireworks, gaze upon a fireworks spectacular that first illuminated the night sky in 1958. So they're going back and kind of highlighting the, uh, like the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of the Sweethearts night I was talking about a couple episodes back. Yes, I think it's a new, I apologize, only 50s and 60s. So it's kind of paying Mm. homage to that time frame. Uh, Character experiences, vintage music and dancing, strike a pose with Disney PhotoPass. Okay. 
after hours access to attractions, okay, scrumptious eats, and event keeps it. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, pretty much kind of wash and repeat with all these. This one, I don't <laughs> it know. It sounds very familiar. I just feel like this one will be really neat to go to, though. Because yeah. it's almost like you're reliving something that already happened. I like it. And like you could dress up and it would be so fun. I'm sure they're going to theme food from like back then. True. So I'm like, that'd be so fun. Waltz chili. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Making a comeback. Yep. Okay. Star Wars night is the last one. May 2nd, May 4th, May 8th, and 11th. These, uh, the prices range from $149 to $169. So the most expensive option here. And uh, let's read what's included with that. So the same uh, early entry around 6 p.m. Uh, you've got Star Wars Celebrate the Night Fireworks Show, more character experiences, more dance parties, more photo opportunities, and uh, themed eats, gobble goodies that are out of this galaxy. Ooh. So we'll see what happens there. Themed merchandise will be available. And again, some more event keepsakes. Receive a commemorative credential and guide map, as well as unlimited downloads of Disney Photo Pass digital photos taken during the party. And just a reminder for that event, um, May the 4th is a huge Star Wars day at the park, as we all know. So if you would like that date to do the Star Wars night, make sure you get on that quite quickly because I guarantee you that will be the first one to sell out. Yeah, good point. Mm -hmm. All right. So anyways, go buy your tickets for uh, Disneyland's After Dark events. All right. You know what that music means. It is time for another week of Disney Trivia. All right. Uh, who won last week? Me. You did. Is that two two weeks in a row? No. No. Okay. I think this past week was the first time in like 12 months I've won. No, not <laughs> true. Okay, so yeah, you did win last week. You brought some, that's right, you brought some very hard questions. Uh, so let's do this thing. Let's All dive right. in. I'm ready. All right. Are you ready for your first question? I am. I decided to take it a little easier on you this week. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, let's see what you can do here. Question number one. What are the names of the seven dwarfs in Snow White? Oh, okay. Uh, there's Doc. Okay. Grumpy. Sleepy. Um, I don't... Oh, man. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Uh, sleepy, Doc, Grumpy, Bashful? Yes. Um, oh, man. You have three more. Three more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've said Doc, Grumpy, Sleepy, and Bashful. Okay. Oh, man. Um, confused. Is that one? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, happy? Yes. Okay. So just to confirm, you've done Doc, one? Grumpy, Happy, Sleepy, and Bashful. Yeah. You is, have two more. Is there like a sad one? Like, no, no, no there's really. not a sad one? Okay. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't okay. know the last two. Oh, you're forgetting like one that's like so popular. Dopey. Dopey's one. You have one more. Uh. I'll give you a hint. Okay. This is you during allergy season. Sneezy. Yes. Yes. Thank there we you. Go. Yeah, it's already <laughs> starting. So I don't know if where you live uh, is affecting like you know like basically allergies, but here in Northern California, it's bad. It's already starting. Yeah. Things are blooming, and I love it. It's really pretty to look at, but oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like by the end of the day, my eyes are itchy. I need to like double up on my. It's coming strong. Oh, it's terrible. Okay, sorry. Right. Okay, so I will not take full credit for that first one. Okay, question number two. Elizabeth Swan tells the pirates in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie that her last name is what? Turner. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. I was like, you get that wrong. Caitlin's <laughs> like, a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Okay. Okay, and we're best friends with uh, Orlando Bloom. 
Yes. We made eye contact in Adventureland. I made eye contact with him. Right before Caitlin uh, got (laughs) ran ran over over by a stroller. By a stroller. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, your questions are, in Disneyland's Fantasyland, there are two rides that have mermaids. Which two rides are they? Ooh, okay. Peter Pan. Correct. And... What other ride in Fantasyland features some mermaids? Okay, let me think here. It's not (laughs) Snow White. No. Um, and let me tell you, don't think just Fantasyland proper, like that little circle. Think Fantasyland. Oh, it's a small world. Yes, correct. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, the good thing you told me that because I would have been like, oh, yeah, yeah. carousel. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. How many sisters does Ariel have? Oh, goodness. How many sisters does Ariel have? I don't know why. The first thing that came to my head was 16, but that's obviously not that's right. not true. Um, I'm going to say nine. No, incorrect. Six. Six. Okay. I don't know why 16 came to my mind. That's all right. I'm going to, I think, did I win? I got like one and a half. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll just call it a draw this week. Okay. We both had to help each other on these ones. That's fine. That was fun. Okay. okay. Uh, well, let us know if you got those correct. Yes. And what ones you missed. And this week, just so that everyone knows, I'm going to be putting up a story on Instagram where you guys can submit questions for us to Ooh, do the following week. So I'm super that excited. That's good. All yeah. Right. Stay tuned next week. This episode of Market House is brought to you by Wishes & Co. Hey everyone, I just wanted to jump on here really quick to tell you about Wishes & Co. They have the perfect apparel and jewelry for your next trip to the parks or just around the house. Shop Wishes & Co. for theme park-inspired magical apparel and jewelry. Take 15% off your entire order for the month of February with code MARKETHOUSE15. Go to wishesandco.com to see more and redeem your code today. And that brings us to our main segment of this week's episode. We got another Disneyland versus Disney World battle, and it is Land Edition. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be exciting. So we're comparing the lands at both Magic Kingdom and Disneyland and sharing which one we like more and why. You should follow along at home. You should tell us, share with us why you think we're either wrong or correct in our assessment. Yeah, take a little break. Grab, <laughs> grab some paper yeah. or your phone yeah. and get ready to do some notes. Yeah, take some notes down. It's going to be tough because not all are direct comparisons. So I'm going to kind of go down what we're what to expect and why we have to exclude some because it, there's not direct comparisons right. at both parks. Disneyland has a lot more lands mm-hmm. than Disney World. So let's, uh, or sorry, Magic Kingdom. Let's dive in and, and uh, break it down. So Main Street USA, both have them. Adventureland, Fantasyland, Frontierland, Tomorrowland, both parks have them. This is where they start to differ. Magic Kingdom has Liberty Square, and Disneyland has New Orleans Square. In addition to that, Disneyland uh, has a few lands that Magic Kingdom does not. Not to say they don't have them at all, just not in their comparative uh, park. Okay. Okay? So you got Creator Country, which is exclusive at Disneyland. You've got Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, whereas in Disney World, that's over in Hollywood Studios. And then Toontown. Uh, Magic Kingdom got rid of their Toontown when they expanded their Fantasyland. Right. So they've got a giant Fantasyland, just no Toontown. So again, we can't talk about those last three just because they don't even have something that would compare. Uh, so we'll compare the ones that we can. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's dive in. Do you want to share your thoughts? We're going to go down the list here. Do you want to share your thoughts on Main Street first? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, so Main Street, USA, Disneyland versus Disney World. Really quickly, I'll just come out and say it. I'm going to go with Disneyland. 
Okay. This one was super easy for me, and let me tell you why. They're both amazing in their own ways, but Disneyland has that Walt charm. It's much smaller, but you can't beat the fact that Walt walked the streets of Disneyland. That's true. He lived on Main Street. His apartment was above the fire station there. I mean, he walked the streets. All the pictures of him at the parks, walking up and down, talking to people. So you can't beat that. I know that's kind of unfair. It's not Disney World's fault that they didn't have Walt walking around, but you just can't beat the history, and I can't help but kind of factor that in to my assessment. Uh, But I do love, in Disney World, their wide walkways. Their buildings are bigger. They were built for crowds, whereas Disneyland, it's pretty original, and so they didn't expand any of that or much of it. And so it can get pretty tight there for fireworks. Uh, When exiting the park, it gets very congested. But I will have to say I like Disneyland just because of the uh, just the charm and Walt's connection. Perfect. Well, I mean, again, I have a couple of things that are quite similar to what you listed, but um, I'm going to come out and say I prefer Disneyland as well. And here's why I love, I'm going to, well, let me rewind really quick. I do love the size of Disney World's Main Street, as you mentioned. However, there is just something about Disneyland's or it it almost feels like it ties in the magic with it being smaller. Now, normally you're like, well, bigger is better in some cases at Disney, but just there's just something about turning the corner and having the buildings feel like they're close to you because Disney World is so vast. Like, they're huge they're walkways. They're way big. They're ginormous. Um, the next thing is I like the layout better at Disneyland versus Disney World. Now, not meaning I love the theming. I love the way that the stores are kind of... Um, I don't. I guess you could say laid out. Like for example, what's the one we went into? Um, is it the? It's not the Penny Arcade. What's the other one? The one you can get like a bunch of different merch, like the main one. The Emporium. The Emporium. That's what I'm thinking of. It just has a different feel and like a different design inside. Yeah. So I think they both take place at different uh, periods of time. Yes, they do. I think they differ just a little bit. So yeah, you probably like the theming of Disneyland. Yes. Okay. Which that ties into my next point is I like the colors of the buildings at Disneyland versus Disney World's. I just they they're more poppier, whereas Disney World is kind of more like plain colors. Okay. So again, I've kind of like scoured the internet trying to look and look for little things like that, and there's just something about Disney Disneyland's. Okay. So I love it. More magic. It's great. Okay. All right. So we both go with Disneyland for Main Street USA. So Disneyland Ooh. gets the point. And one more thing, I okay. had to add. I don't know if I'm weird about this, but I feel like the Walt and Mickey statue is more like prevalent at Disneyland. Like when you go down, it's something that's the first thing you look at, at least for me. Like I just stare at the statue and then it's the castle. Like, and I'm talking when you get to the end of the street, not obviously when you turn the corner. Yeah. I'm not looking <laughs> for the statue. If you squint real hard and yes. look, yeah. I'm talking when you're walking towards the castle. Like it just, you look at that statue and you're like, okay, this is so awesome. We're here. And then it's the castle. Whereas Disney World's. The castle is so big. I feel like it almost takes away from that statue. Okay. So just leading down Main Street, it's more of like a, I don't know. Does that make sense? Sure. That makes sense. I can get that. Yeah. Okay. So Main Street gets the point there. Next up, we've got Adventureland. So again, I'm going to have to give this point to Disneyland. Uh, This was harder, uh, but Disneyland's I feel like is so iconic. It's very narrow, right? That land. And you've got the trees that uh, kind of hang over the walkways. You've got that bazaar there. And the Indiana Jones attraction, the fact that Disney World doesn't have that, kind of, it's hard. Like, that makes up so much of Adventureland and the charm and the character. Yeah, it brings it all together. It does bring it all together. So I'm going to have to give it to Disneyland. Uh, but I, Disney World's feel, again, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's so giant like, there's a giant opening right in the middle where there's, like, an Aladdin uh, magic carpet ride. Uh, 
And it's just like this giant, like, I don't know, square, if that makes sense. Right. It doesn't feel very Adventureland-ish. It feels like a constructed theme park. Right. Which, again, it is a it is a theme park. Disneyland almost takes you out of that. It does not feel like a theme park. It feels like you are in the jungle. You've got Jungle Cruise right there, Indiana Jones, this very weird shop across the street. It feels like you're not in Disneyland. So I've got to give it there. And But the one thing I do have to give Disney World, Magic Kingdom specifically, is they've got Aloha Isle, which is the best Dole Whip station, I think, like the theme in the big building. And they've got the best flavors there. They're so good. Uh, but uh, sorry, <laughs> talking about Dole Whip reminds me of Clayton with Make It Magical. <laughs> if you, have, you probably have, but Emily and Clayton over at Make It Magical, amazing. Uh, they actually did a really good breakdown recently of uh, Main Street. You need mm-hmm. to listen to that. All the secrets. Uh, all the secrets of Main Street. But uh, he went on a tangent in his last episode, which I totally agree with with how fast uh, Dole Whip melts, which I agree, it melts very, very fast, uh, but I just can't help but laugh. But I, we still love it. I know, it's good. It is good, but it does melt very fast, and he's got a, he's got a point, but I just love how passionate he was oh about it melting. And they were doing a collab with Johnny with the DMSW podcast, yes. and it was cracking me up because I felt like I was on Johnny's side for a minute because Johnny was just like, it's just, it's you know, it's just totally the Dole Whip's fault that it melts in the sun. <laughs> It was. It's such a good episode. You okay, but Clayton. Okay, sorry. I don't want to harp on this too long, but like he does have a point that it does melt faster than normal ice cream because it's not dairy based. Well, I know, but there's no dairy in it. I know that, but like, hold on. This is a snack primarily eaten in hot SoCal sun or hot Florida sun. I know, but that'd be like saying you got pizza at Disneyland and the wind picks up and makes it cold. Not as fast. No, hold on. It would not go cold no, as. Fa- no, I'm gonna no. go with Clayton on this one. Okay, okay let's well, let's let's keep going. We'll t- we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, off mic. Um, so for Adventureland, again, I have quite some of the similar things as you do, but I have a couple things um, that I thought I would mention. Overall, at Disneyland, I love the Adventureland entrance, meaning the sign. Oh, okay. The sign is just, it literally engulfs you right when you walk through. It feels like you're in the jungle, kind of like what you mentioned. The flow to the rides, like you have the bazaar there, it takes you straight to the Jungle Cruise. Then you have Indy, then there's the Bingo Barbecue. Like it just, it truly transports you out of the park to me. And that's why it's one of my favorite areas of Disneyland I love walking through it like the past um, trip we were on the construction there was a bummer because it's like it almost took away from like the feeling of that Um, and the other thing that I wanted to know is regarding Walt Disney World is again like you mentioned there's nothing wrong with it but there are a couple things that I kind of feel that make it mismatched Um, Aladdin I don't understand why that's an adventure land really it's it's kind of bizarre to me where would it go otherwise well it's funny you ask that because I was thinking about that I have no idea but I just don't get why there's a flying carpet ride in the middle of Adventureland. Yeah, and it's very carnival looking, so I get that. Yes, and Adventureland mostly feels, again, like you're going on an adventure, you're doing this, whereas like that, it almost feels more fantasy. So it's just something that I've noticed. Um, the other thing that Disney World has that we do not is Skipper's Canteen. That is one of my favorite restaurants ever. Good point. So yeah. I almost wanted to give it to Disney World just because they have that, because that is truly amazing restaurant. If you have not been, I highly recommend the theming of it is absolutely amazing. It totally ties in the story with Jungle Cruise. And again, the cast members there, they just do such an amazing job. So I love it. You did mention Aloha Isle. Um, for all the Disneyland people, we have Tropical Hideaway. I feel like Tropical Hideaway is way better than Aloha Isle. Now, before you go, whoa, 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 I think the flavors are better at Aloha Isle. Okay. But Tropical Hideaway, it is beautiful. It feels like you're almost on a Lonnie. Like it has all the, the tiki torches. Okay. The, Can I push back a little bit? 
I well, love the theming. I, don't know. I hold on. I love the theming. I love the seating area. I love it. But they need to do something about the no mobile order thing because the line is always way too long. Yeah. Way too long. And uh, at Disney World, you have mobile. I literally would walk up and three seconds later, I had my Dole Whip. Whereas in Disneyland, I've got to wait 45 minutes to an okay. hour in the sun to get my Well, Dole here's Whip. my pushback on that. The whole time you're in line, which again, it is very long and very slow, if I might add. Um, you're in line. Everything around you is themed. You have the tiki room noise. You have Jungle Cruise. You hear the boats going by. Okay. At Disney World, Good point. you have the flying carpets <laughs> next to you. <laughs> it's so and true. that's and about it. not a lot of seating. There's not a lot of seating. You got to hunt for a seat. And to Clayton's point, it's melting while you're hunting we for a seat. We are moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but they, uh, yeah, the seating's awesome. It's right next to the Jungle Cruise. Again, I do agree that they have to do something with the line, but overall, I just okay. think Adventureland and Disneyland takes the cake. Okay, so D- Disneyland has won so far. So far. Every single time. Okay, so next up, why don't you go first for Fantasyland? Okay, so this is an exciting one right off the back. Actually, quite e- an easy decision for me. I choose Disneyland. Um, there is just something about Disneyland's Fantasyland. It is so charming. It's so just magical. I feel like you walk in and you're like, I am here. Like when you think of Disney, like... It's Fantasyland. You got the carousel. You got the music. The castles behind you. It's just beautiful. Um, it, I know it gets a little congested, but here's my thing about Walt Disney Worlds. I'm not a fan at all of their Fantasyland. It was the first thing I said to Caleb when we went there. Me on my first trip. It looks very um, circusy and looks very portable. I do not like yeah. the buildings they at s- all. <clears throat> they kept with the medieval like. Yes, boxy look. Yes, basically Disneyland changed theirs in the '80s. It went through a total overhaul. Yeah, and they made it into this very charming French, totally different time period right. than Disney World's. And I would say for the better. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. So I just like you mentioned, it's just charming at Disneyland versus Disney World. You're kind of like, where am I? Like it just doesn't seem like Disneyland. <laughs> Do you like their expanded area though? Like Gaston's well, let me, Tavern. Let me get to that. Okay, let me sorry. get to that. Right. So there are a couple things that I do love that we don't have. And first, um, being Mine Train. Love that that ambiance is there. It's a really pretty area. Um, as well as be our guests with the Beast Ooh, Castle. Yep. That's stunning. Like even if you don't go and eat there, it's just really neat to look at. Um, the couple things that I have, I'm not quite sure why they are included. The Little Mermaid ride in Fantasyland. Hold up. No, no, no. Hold, Hold on. on. What? I love the ride. Why is it in Fantasyland? Because she's a prin- She's a princess. That doesn't make... No. no. It belongs in Fantasyland. That doesn't make weird, any sense. Though. She has a castle. Like, yeah. theirs is so much better than ours. I just feel like, to me, Little Mermaid doesn't seem very, like, whimsical. Like, oh, Snow White. And I don't Get know. It's out. just not very magical. You are wrong okay, on this one. not having competition no. right now. Okay. Um, so that's one of those. And then the other thing, Storybook Circus. What in the world is that? <laughs> that is a weird area. I just, I know it's like Dumbo and like all that kind of stuff. But as I, as I mentioned at Disneyland, there's something about when you just walk through, you see all the rides along the sides, the carousels there. You have Casey Jr.'s, you have Storybook Land Canal Boats, you have Alice in Wonderland. I just feel like it's so like beautifully placed. Whereas Disney World is just, I, yeah, I just don't wow. like it. Wow. Okay, so you do, like, this is the first time you've actually disliked a land. Yeah, I like the added um, area. Like the expanded area. I like the expanded area in Disney World, but I do not like the main. And my main thing was, um, what was it? I'm, like, drawing a blank here. Uh, It's a small world. Oh, yeah. What is that? I know. There's this pretty, okay, so that's, let me, this actually is a perfect segue into my assessment here. I do like that you can eat at the Pinocchio, is it Village House? 
Yeah, they okay. have Village House. Mm-hmm. I like that you can eat in there and overlook the ride. Yes, that's which we did. Is. I love it. Okay, so this clearly goes to Disneyland. Okay. That's, this is an easy choice for me as well. Uh, but I have right here in the notes that Magic Kingdom Expanded Area is fantastic. So like Caitlin said, Seven Doors, Mine Train, Be Our Guest, Ariel's Undersea. I literally listed all the same things. Uh, absolutely amazing. But yes, their original area uh, is just, it's not as charming as Disneyland's. So I'm not going to uh, sit here and go over all the same points. But again, you can't beat the fact that Walt Road on our carousel. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, it's, it, it's pretty iconic, especially when you look at the pictures of him on there. Like, yes. it's amazing. And he had his favorite uh, horse. I forget the name. Jingles? I think that's... The, I have no idea. Yes. I, I've actually never been on that. I've never been on it either. Mm-hmm. We got to do that next time. Uh, but also, again, I have the same point. Is Disneyland's It's a Small World is so much better. It's one of Disney's best facades, period. End oh, of story. Of and so, again, it's so hard when comparing the two. And also, sorry, one more gripe about Disney World's is that there's a giant, giant traffic... It, there's basically a bend in Fantasyland in oh, their main yes. area, mm-hmm. and it is the worst designed part of their park. It gets so congested there; you can barely move. There's lines on both sides of the of the walkway, and then so it's almost like a Disneyland, uh, like a Disneyland walkway in Disney World. Right. And just imagine that. Yeah. So yeah, Disneyland clearly gets this. So so far, Disneyland is crushing Walt Disney World. We might be a little biased. I mean, it's our home park. <laughs> oh, you know, what? and I need to circle back to something really quickly. The whole Little Mermaid thing, because I've just been thinking about it. The only thing I can think of is, okay, imagine ours, our Fantasyland at Disneyland. Can you imagine putting Little Mermaid? No, in- but that's the great thing is that it's not in the general, it's not in the center. It's it's often its own I know, corner. but can you imagine putting that there? No, I can't. That's why I'm saying it just, it's bizarre to me. I love that ride. I think it's, it, I think it's better than ours at Disneyland. Like the theming of it, it's amazing, but it's just odd. I don't know why the Little Mermaid, like Ariel's thing well, is because weird I think me. it's I think it's because it's so not part of our reality, right? Like, Clearly, there's no, uh, what do you call them? Mermaids, right? And yeah. so, like, but like the outside and stuff looks very underwater. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Right. I don't like know the why. castle's not a not Cinderella's castle. It's not like a, a castle we'd see every day. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Get out of here. You're <laughs> wrong, and I'm right. Okay. Okay. Next up, we've got Frontierland. Caitlin, who are you giving this to? So this one is actually going to go to Disney World. Oh my gosh. I, Disney World gets a point. Yes, I love the Disney World version. I feel like it's way more themed as like Western Frontier than ours. I think ours is kind of a little like wacky. Uh, <laughs> wacky, huh? Just, I don't know if that'd be the word I I'd don't use. know. I just this think place it's is kind of wacky. Random. I feel like it's, a, it's just a really condensed version of what it could be. And that's why I think it's kind of like, okay. okay. Because if you think about it, it stops after like the horseshoe, uh, what's it called? The horseshoe. Golden horseshoe. Golden horseshoe. And then you have like Rancho del Zocalo, you have Big Thunder, the it's, shops, and that's pretty much it. It's small. It's, there's not much going on. So right. I get that. So here's a couple of things that I love at Disney World that they have included. So for those who don't know, Splash Mountain is actually, or was Splash Mountain, was included in Frontierland, whereas in Disneyland, that's inc- included in Critter Country. The theming of the ride and how it's placed, it's almost like it's in the middle of Frontierland. I love that. We were looking at like walkthrough videos and the ride, once you go down the mountain on the log, there's kind of like a viewing area where like all this water is and the log goes by. Like it's so beautiful. Like I love that. Like I can't wait to see the retheming, what they do with that. It's just pretty over there. Yeah, that's true. So I love that. And then there is something about Big Thunder at Walt Disney World. It looks bigger. It's, I don't know if it is better, but in my mind, the ride feels better. Like I truly love the ambiance of Frontierland over there. It's just stunning. Okay. And there's something about it being, and again, for those who are going to go, well, that's at Disneyland's too. Here's my point. 
the Big Thunder is on the water in Disney World, but there's more water where it looks like it's almost isolated. Whereas in Disneyland, it's like you have the Mark Twain going by. Like it's not as much water. It's just smaller. Uh, good point. So yeah. I just love that there's trees surrounding it. You kind of have like Haunted Mansion tucked back in the corner, but it's not white like ours is. So it almost like blends in. It's like I just love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is good. Uh, again, I think we're thinking the same thing. We did not share notes, so this is all kind of happening in real time. I also give this to Magic Kingdom uh, for the same reasons Caitlin said. feels way more Western to me. It's its own unique land. This is where I say, I think, again, it's no fault of its own over in Disneyland, but New Orleans Square almost detracts from Frontierland because New Orleans Square is so good, right? Right. So you've got this like, eh, okay land going into one of the best lands, I think, honestly, in like Disney in the U.S. at least for the both parks, you know, Disneyland versus Disney World. New Orleans Square, in my opinion, is one of the best uh, lands ever. Right. So it's really hard when you've got like one of the best themed lands <laughs> and, uh, you you know, you have to get through Frontierland to get there. So I think that doesn't help. Uh, again, Disneyland sight lines, because how small it is, you can just kind of look over and there's Haunted Mansion that doesn't really fit in Frontierland. Right. So I don't know. It doesn't, I, I agree. Disney World size helps with the theming of Frontierland. It feels uh, like its own little island, and you're right. Big Thunder being right on the water looks so cool. Right. Looks very, very cool. So we're going to have to give it to Disney World, Magic Kingdom. Uh, they also have Pecos Bills, which is actually a pretty good restaurant. Oh, we loved that. We got yeah. like a chicken nacho It was really time, good. And it had like white sauce. It was yeah. like a white cheddar cheese or something. It was a white sauce, and it was very good. We ate across the way from it because there was no seating inside. It was during COVID, uh, or we were just coming out of COVID. So I think it's April of 21. We I went? think so. Yeah. So when things start, just started getting better a little bit and right. And then we right. kind of went back to <laughs> in the fall. Uh, but anyways, it was so hot outside and mm -hmm. we were sitting out like just melting, eating these hot chips. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. It was delicious. <laughs> it was good. It was so good. <laughs> it was good. Okay. Uh, Tomorrowland. Let me, let me tell you this one. Okay. This... I hope you're ready. Cause I have some, okay. I have some interesting things. <laughs> this is going to magic kingdom. Okay. And let me Ooh. tell you why their Tomorrowland is bigger mm -hmm. and it's prettier. And it still has the people mover. That's like 45 points in itself. Uh, this was hard since Galactic Grill is one of my favorite breakfast spots in Disneyland. And this is where, uh, sorry, it's in Tomorrowland. But Disneyland's Tomorrowland, the theming has been pretty rough recently. Okay. Right? You've got the old people mover track, which takes up a ton of space and adds no value. And also just detracts from the walkway. When I'm trying to walk to get to something, people are weaving in and out of these pillars because they have to. Right. It's so annoying. Uh, the entrance is really cool, too, over in Disney World. It's uh, kind of a big walkway over the water. It's expansive. It looks epic, I guess. Ours is very quaint, which, again, Disneyland is small and charming. But Disney World, is, is uh, the, the, the size of it lends itself to being kind of an epic land, which it should be. It's Tomorrowland. So that's why Magic Kingdom wins. Okay. And they sell the people mover. Okay. They do. Okay. What What's your opinion on this? To be honest, I don't like either of them. What? I'm oh, not, well, you can't do that. Well, I, I'm going to side with one, okay, obviously, all right. but I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm not a fan. And specifically Disney World's, I don't like that at all. I remember telling you, I'm like, I don't like this land. Yeah, we walked through and she's like, I don't like it here. Okay, I but really quick, hold like on, that. really quick, really quick. I forgot the biggest point. What? They have Tron. Well, they have Tron. Well, yeah, they have Tron. Obviously, they that's a winning win. thing. I'm thinking like prior to Tron because that's the last time I went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you did say that. We were walking through and you're like, it's not my favorite. No, and I said, it's just okay. it's just random. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Come you on. You know what? And I almost feel like it's almost too big. And I and I feel like I'm just used to Disneyland's version. But there's just like, for example, Space Mountain 
at Disney World, it's like all mechanical looking and That's like so cool looking. I just I don't know. Okay. All right. I think it's just homey, like the Disneyland one. Like that's just like that's my childhood. That's you what I know. You can't bring what to that into like. it though. We can't bring our bias into it. Okay, well, I like the shape of ours. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so what's what who's gets um, the point? So I'm gonna say Disneyland. Wow. And okay. here's why. I love the Galactic Grill. Um, I love the Star Trader that we have, especially at night. I think it's just beautiful. The neon. Um, if I could choose, it would only because of, I, I'm going to just say it's because of the park at night or that, excuse me, the land at night. I'm not a big fan of them during the day. At night is when I'm kind of like, this place is cool. Like okay. it's just, everything's lit up. Fair point. Here's why. In Tomorrowland, you obviously have Space Mountain. You have the Star Trader. Um, the little, like, what's the ride that used to be there? It's still there. It's like in the middle, but they don't use it anymore. Oh, on top of the Galactic Girl. Yes. I don't know what it was called, but yes, it was that, like a spinner ride. I'm like, what? Yeah. We, we need to get together <laughs> to do something <laughs> here. Okay. <laughs> um, and then again, the Buzz Lightyear ride, that's fine. I'm ready for that to be rethemed into something else. Oh, really? Else. Yeah. I just think they could do something that's a little better. Okay. I don't know. My whole thing is I'm like, you have Pixar here. We're that's we're that's another day. We're, <laughs> we're getting too deep. I think in this. everyone agrees that Tomorrowland in both parks needs some yes. kind of they my idea is that they theme it towards like an idealized Tomorrowland that they thought basically what the future looked like in the sixties. Right. So what they thought was like the future, right? We'll be we'll be space people in two thousand and we'll yeah. be you know, we'll be taking vacations to the moon. Right. It'd be cool if they could do it in a more fictional tomorrow. Because they're never going to be able to keep a land updated, right? Right. Like, okay, so when we make a Tomorrowland today, right, with like supercomputers, and in in fifteen years they go, yeah, that was that's been done, or that's so fake, right? Right. It's hard to kind of stay on top of it. It's going to be billions of dollars <laughs> to yeah. stay Tomorrowland. Yeah. So they need to kind of, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I totally understand. And then my last point is that I have to say Disney World does get a point for the people mover like you mentioned. I have never been on that. The two times we have gone, it's been closed. I know. So yes, it was closed. The one time it was open, something came up and we couldn't ride it. And then the line like doubled and then we had to go to another park for yeah, some reason. Yeah, there was something going on. But yeah. I, every time I see videos of people riding it and that, that I get that view of the castle, it's just so beautiful. So that's all my bucket list to do. I know. We <laughs> met, I don't know why we don't have it back. Like, so there's something wrong with the track, I know. Like, there's yeah. some hairline fractures, and they need to go through and fix them. Right. But, like, the money involved, they're trying to, like, figure out, like, this hey, is Hey, I'm fine with them doing something with innovations before they do something with the people mover. Innovations? Uh, yeah. So, that's now Galactic, or not, sorry, Star Star Wars Launch Bay? S- something. Which was kind of cool. I but, liked well, it. But we have Galaxy's Edge. Uh, you're, okay, it's a fair point. Totally get it. But, like, what are they going to do with that? It's not like a giant area. I don't know. Make it like a Wally theme ride. Ooh, okay. There we go. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Imagineers, Wally themed ride, Interventions. Caitlin would be so happy. I would love that. (laughs) So. All right. And for our last little battle showdown here, again, not a direct comparison, but they're so close that I think we can compare these two. That is Liberty Square and New Orleans Square. This is the easiest one. It is pretty easy. Caitlin, go ahead. Oh my gosh. New Orleans Square. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I agree. First of all, the theming is exquisite. You have jazz music all the time. You have the Haunted Mansion, the food, the beignets, just the complete ambiance of being on the water. It is, it's beautiful. I have one thing that I think that they could do a little better, and I don't know if you agree. Whoa. I'm not really like excited about or excited when I see the stores. And that being like the perfume store, they have like a glass store. Yeah, I know. That I'm kind of like, I understand why they put it there, but I'm like, hey, why don't we theme it to like something else? 
Yeah, like, make I, those really neat. And I know they might do that with Tiana's coming in, which, by the way... Well, they already got their store, right? She has a store right. already, which is awesome, actually. So I'm hoping that with that coming in, they're going to revamp that area. And again, I know that they're trying to keep the New Orleans look and the whole feel. I understand that. But I'm like, it's such a great opportunity that's being missed to I, kind know, of bring in more magic. I get that. From my understanding, I may be wrong on this, so someone please correct me. I think those two are independent, like, third-party stores. But I'm kind of like... So they're paying rent to Disney, and right. Disney probably doesn't want to get rid of that. But I'm kind of like, do something else. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, we never go back in there because I'm like, there's something to do back here. You're breaking my heart right now because I'm pretty sure I bought you a glass from... No, you didn't. When I, we were dating. No, when Disney, we were that, was, that was your Disney World trip with well, your Well, it's the same thing. It's from it. the same kind of store. <laughs> no. um, I'm going to throw it away now. No. Which, by the <laughs> I way... I think we did. <laughs> no. I don't think we have no, it anymore. it's in our memory box. <laughs> okay. I would All never right. throw that away. Okay. Okay, off topic. Actually, really quickly... If you have ever bought like any perfume or anything out of those independent stores, please let us know because I have never met anyone that's bought anything back there. Yeah, it's good. Other good than like the the portraits they do, which those are awesome. That's my only one little thing. Okay, all right, I I can agree that yeah. they they need some better stores back in that area. Uh, okay, but yeah, oh, like and Club Thirty Three, hello. Yeah, I mean, as we're not members, I don't think we can include that as a like pro. But we've gone. <laughs> we've gone. It, oh Correct. my gosh, it's just beautiful. It is gorgeous, and one day. When we hit the Powerball, we'll become members. But uh, again, no contest here. New Orleans Square, again, one of the best themed areas in the U.S. Amazing. Liberty Square is definitely not bad. They have it's it's cool. They have like a a waffle, right? Like a waffle Nutella restaurant. Yes, thing. It's, I think it's it's not Harbor House. It might be Harbor Galley. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Is it Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> I think it's Sleepy Hollow. Oh. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyways, they've got a cool they got a cool little like <laughs> restaurant thing there that there's just like a waffle smell constantly coming yes. from it. And then also they've got a Muppet show and it's awesome. They do. That's amazing. It's very fun mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, right there on this uh, Muppet Celebrate America or something. It's hilarious because Sam the Eagle oh, does it's, this little it's thing. It's pretty funny. It's fun. So again, definitely not a bad uh, land, but it's just really unfair to compare it to New Orleans Square. One of the best lands in the world. Mm-hmm, I agree. All right. So that was Disneyland versus Disney World Land Edition. Uh, Disneyland pretty much crushed Disney World uh, Magic Kingdom. I apologize. Again, if we compare other parks, though, it's not really a direct comparison. It's hard to compare, like Epcot versus California Adventure. That would be harder for me, though. Yeah. I'm a huge Epcot fan. Mm -hmm. Love Epcot. And so I think when you're talking like, yeah, Disneyland at the end of the day totally beats Magic Kingdom in my book. But when you start talking about their other parks, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, those two are just like so amazing and the rides that come with them and just so good it's just awesome is and what i mean i'll give animal kingdom credit or disney world we don't have a show themed after us right no. they have their own show which one the animal kingdom disney plus one. Oh, oh, oh i was like what show are you talking about like kite tails or something <laughs> kite tails it's not a disney plus show oh my god all right thank you so much for joining if you totally agree with us or totally disagree send us a message over on instagram yes we'd be totally curious to see like what you think about uh, our opinions and want to hear what you think. And if we're totally off base and you're mm-hmm. like, you are wrong and these are the reasons why, share them with us. Yes, yeah, send us a DM on Instagram. We Please love to chat. Do. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us over on Instagram at Market House Podcast and Twitter at Market House Pod. Make sure to follow us over there for pictures from the park and exciting news and announcements. And please, again, like I mentioned before, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Giant help to the show. And you know what? Really quick, I've got to take a pause here. If you've uh, stayed around for this long, you get to listen to an unfortunate update. But because we're moving, we had to cancel our spring trip to the parks. Right. We happened to move the same weekend we were supposed to go yes. and just like we could not move it calendar wise. And so unfortunately, we're not going to be there uh, this 
uh, upcoming month. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're we gonna be there soon. We will be there soon. So right. we have another trip planned early mm-hmm. summer. But anyways, we're not gonna go in spring. So bummer. But we also are moving. Anyways. <laughs> Let me get to the point. Remember, please, to, uh, to use our Getaway Today link in the episode description for your future trip bookings. You'll save some cash. Use code MARKETHOUSE10 to save that money. And also, last but not least, use our Wishes & Co. Uh, link and code for 15% off your purchase, MARKETHOUSE15. Yes, that's coming to a close very soon. It's only for the month of February. Again, go get your Disney merch, all your attire over there, and let us know what you end up getting. Yes, please do. I'm send so us a excited. picture, send us a DM, send us a whatever. Let us know. Let us know what you pick up. And you can join us next week for another episode. This has been Market House. Bye. Bye.